Thank you for tuning your hearts in for another episode of the Hearts Rise Up podcast. I'm Carol Chapman, your host, along with my co-hosts, Ann Sari and Conchetta Antonelli. We share our own personal experiences, tips, and strategies, along with powerful stories and compelling insights from guest interviews. We're here to inspire and empower your conscious evolution, help you tap into your inner wisdom and rise to your heart-centered higher self. Together, we can rise to a higher level of consciousness, an elevated state of being, and experience more love, joy, and freedom. Hello again, and welcome to the Hearts Rise Up podcast. This is Carol Chapman, your host, and I have to say I'm absolutely over the moon to have our featured guest on the show today, Dr. Tom Negolo, trans channel, healer, trainer, and author. In addition, we have a very special person also joining us, Dr. Shelley Negolo, Tom's wife who I interviewed a few episodes ago on our show, episode number 20. Briefly, I'd like to introduce Dr. Tom, who is the voice of unconditional love. Tom is a deep trance channel and is nationally known for channeling Ascended Master Katumi and the Guided One. He has written three books, Blueprint for Life, Love and the Human Spirit, and Blueprint for Healing, The Path to Conscious Living. Tom is also a master healer and has been in private practice for over 30 years. He's created the Cellular Energy Releasing Healing Method, which combines emotional releasing with deep tissue restructuring of the body. In his private practice, he coaches men in business, relationships, and men's issues. Along with his wife, Dr. Shelley Negolo, He teaches the Relationship Mastery Seminars, which trains couples and individuals in creating true partnerships in their personal and professional lives. Tom travels throughout the country channeling, healing, and teaching. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And Shelley, welcome back. Thank you for having us today, Carol. It's really a pleasure to be here with you. Yes, this is awesome. I think particularly now more than any other time on our planet is the need for some intense healing on so many levels due to the global crisis that we're experiencing with the coronavirus. And there's lots for us to understand in terms of what this means and how we manage through it. And of course, what happens next once we get on the other side of it. But first things first. Tom, I would love for you to share a bit about your personal story. If you could give us some highlights about how you got into the healing work that you're doing, the teaching, and then we'd love to talk a little bit about how you got into the channeling and hoping that we'll even have the opportunity to do a channeling session here if everything is aligned and we're meant to do so. How's that sound? Sure. That's great. Well, it was about, well, Shelley and I have been married for a pretty long time. And in the early years, we did a lot of self-improvement work. And it's really out of that work we did early on with ourselves and each other that a lot of the things that both of us do now uh, develop. About 30 years ago, like you said, I developed the cellular energy releasing healing method. And that very simply 
is a way to support people in experiencing through letting go of the things that keep them from having their lives the way they want to have it, whatever that may be. In the early days of developing that work, I worked a lot with Shelley. We would compare notes uh, after I worked with her so I could understand what I was experiencing, what she was experiencing. And from that, began to develop deeper, go deeper into the healing work. Initially, I worked in people's energy field and eventually realized that where the real healing takes place is in the body and in the body tissue, in the releasing of emotions of emotions through the body tissue, restructuring the body so it was harmonious with the energy of the person. Unlike a lot of healing methods or, or body work, I focus on the body's energy, not necessarily initially the structure. And as I change the energy and those things are released, then I look at what kind of structure or restructuring the body needs for them to carry this change forward. And that's what I did. I've been doing it for, I don't know, over 30 years or so. How I started the healing work was we had nothing else to do on weekend. And Shelly said, well, let's go to this healing workshop. And I said, well, okay. I mean, I'm not much interested in it, but I'll go just to go. And during that time, I realized that I had a real insight into what people were going through both emotionally, uh, where it came from, how it got there uh, from time to time, and I still do, I had visions of what was going on with them and why they were the way they were. Actually, could see it in, in, if you will, my mind's eye. So was that really more of an intuition type of thing that you had that kind of sense that was already there, already present? Yeah, I think it was already there, just waiting to uh, surprise me. <laughs> waiting to emerge. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you call it intuition, inner knowing. I mean, I don't know what you want to call it. It was just there. And I couldn't ignore it. So we did some other things, and eventually Shelly and I became did Reiki and became Reiki masters. I taught Reiki for a short time. In those early days of doing that, I realized that Reiki itself, although a good healing method, was too slow, at least for my experience with people. I was looking for something that brought them to a place uh, of healing and change a lot faster. That's, I guess, when I had the realization that where I need to go is actually into the physical body. So I went ahead and studied anatomy and, and studied about acupressure and acupuncture and did those things necessary to have a you know a real good background of what I was doing and how to support people. And that's, you know, that's the origins of my healing work. And what's interesting, I think, about it, and we go into the channeling, is that in the early days, like I said, Shelly and I would compare notes. And one day she said, what are you doing? What's what's happening? And we would compare what was going on. And then she asked me a, a specific question. I don't remember even what the question was. But when I closed, for some reason, I closed my eyes. And you know how you think of an answer when somebody asks you a question, you think of an answer. And, you, and that's the answer you're supposed to give. Well, that didn't happen. I closed my eyes. She asked a question. And... A completely different answer came out of out of my mouth in a different voice. And for me, it was like, well, you know, what's going on here? Why are you saying these things in a, in a strange voice? And that's when she said, you know, I think you're channeling. I was conscious at the time. 
And I said, no, I don't think so. I think I was just making stuff up. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't in denial, but I wasn't quite sure what was going on. So I said, well, if it's real, then it'll, first of all, I'll be able to keep doing it. And second of all, more importantly, it has, it'll have value for people. Mm -hmm. And so that happened a few more times and, and the channeling got more clear. And at that time, like I said, I was conscious mm -hmm. and several different, let's call them energies came through me. And as I kept channeling with her and then with some other people who I knew and were comfortable with it, I started to recede further and further away. It was like backing up. When you're talking to somebody, you go further, further back, and you hear them less and less. And for me, things got dimmer and darker. And the next thing I knew, I wasn't there. I actually went into, and still do, a deep uh, meditative trance. Everything for me goes to black. I don't have a memory or an experience of uh, what's being said or what I'm channeling. For me, it's just going out and then moments later coming back in. It could be an hour, two hours. I've channeled for as much as three hours at a time. But for me, it's instantaneous. I go out and then I just come right back. And like I said, there's no memory. I don't have a, a recollection of anything. When I go out, I, I don't have an experience of going anywhere or um, having some out-of-body experience, none of that. So that's how, the, that's how the channeling occurred. Do you think that it really stemmed from the earlier work that you were doing once you kind of moved beyond the, the Reiki into the cellular energy releasing that you got so in tune with energy that you tapped into this greater source? I'd have to say yes. You know, I don't even try to understand it, although understanding and for me, even being a bit scientific with it, I do have a deep experience and understanding of it. But yeah, something, I, I was tapping into something uh, for sure and just kind of rode that wave to see where it would go. And what convinced me is sometime later, not soon after I began to channel, I met someone who is an astrophysicist, a real astrophysicist. He worked for NASA and, and was at the Bell Labs when they were going from tubes to chips and, uh, and has some inventions with the National Defense. And so he's, he was a real astrophysicist. Unfortunately, he's passed. I was introduced to him and he said, well, channel for me and let's see, let's see what occurs. Because he, in the time, also had a spiritual awakening and was in the throes of inventing healing machinery, if you will, healing tools, electronic uh, vibrational healing methods. And he needed some information, I guess. And so I began to channel for him, and I channeled an energy that's taken the name the guiding one. As I channeled, so I heard he shared with me the tapes later on, and what happened was I was talking about science, scientific stuff, quantum mechanics, that at the time I had no idea of it. I didn't have any education in it. I didn't have any scientific background. I knew very little about it. And yet I was speaking to him in, in a realm of scientific understanding that I didn't, and even now, although I'm a little bit better with it, really know about. So that's when I said, well, obviously there's something here. And we did that for some time, and uh, he has uh, he made a couple of different tools with it from the channeling. But as I listened to the tapes, I, I finally gave up that this is, you know, there's something 
you know, not write about it as something odd, then this is, you know, this is a real thing. Over the years, you know, I've been channeling, like I said, for a long time, and I've channeled for many people and done a lot of uh, channeling group channelings and individual channeling. And I would have to say that people are getting value from it, so I'm going to keep doing it. How has the channeling evolved for you? And there are two energies that you channel. Share a little bit about how it's evolved for you and those two energies and how they differ and how you even know which one is going to show up. Yeah, good question. Or how do you tap in to the one that you you need to tap into? Well, the channeling has been, along with the healing, but it's uh, it's been a real, just a wonderful, wonderful experience because what I am about is supporting people in their healing and helping them create a life that is wonderful and doing and creating the things in their lives that they want. So with the channeling, people will ask questions and uh, the energies will, I will answer them. The two energies that I channel are Kitumi, who will uh, channel today, I think, if we have some time. Kitumi is the energy of St. Francis of Assisi, Pythagoras, and the Shah Jahan. The Shah Jahan is the leader who built the Taj Mahal. And the combined energy of those three are unconditional love. And so I've taken, I guess I've taken that as my tagline because I like it so much. Mm-hmm. I love that. Let me talk just a minute about the guiding one. The guiding one is the essence of the energy from a completed universe. And he describes a completed universe as one that is all, everything has come together. It's all one energy, one vibration. And the essence or the feeling of that vibration is moving through our universe right now. Uh, and so it's from that energy, that the essence of that energy that I, that I channel. So those are the two energies that I channel exclusively. I don't channel dead people. I don't do that kind of channeling. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just don't do it. And I very specifically channel these energies because they, for me, they seem to be the energies that uh, really support people uh, deeply and profoundly. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just describe the, the experience of channeling for me it, it, just for a minute. The universal energy has feelings to it, if you will. I call them frequencies, specific frequencies, just like a, a, a radio uh, dial. You, Tuned to one station, it's got jazz, and another station, it's got talk radio, and another station has some other things. But each of those are separate and distinct frequencies, and from those frequencies, you pick which one you want. Similar to this, both Katumi and the Guiding One are different frequencies. It appears as though, because we're human, it appears as though they're people. They're not really. That's They're really energies that are universal, just like all you and I use a specific frequency of the universe to do what we do. We have our personalities, we have how we look, we uh, are thinking, all of that. That's a specific frequency of the in the universe. And we pull that down and move it through our bodies and our energy and we think and do the things that we do. The same thing with this. It's a specific frequency of energy. And as that specific different frequency that I call myself moves through me. I move my personality, my stuff out of the way, and I'm a channel, a tube, through which this energy moves. And just like when I'm doing Tom's stuff, I have Tom's opinion and things that Tom says. 
And as the energy, let's say, of Katumi moves through me, it has its own energy and what it says and how it says it. So rather than, again, rather than thinking about it as people, folks, for me, it's moving the energy through and having that energy, the universal energy, it's almost like having it speaking directly to you. It has identity because we're human and we think with, you know, human thoughts. And, and so it appears to be a, a human thing, which is how we understand things, how we identify things. And how, how does that differ from, and, and the, the channeling that you do, if at all, I mean, how does it differ from others out there that are channeling? You know, I don't listen to other channeling. I'm certainly aware of it. I did very early on. Mm -hmm. And I can only say that for me, how it differs is this is the conversion of energy into information rather than, you know, everything's all right and we're here to help you kind of channeling. Mm. So that for me is the difference from, from what I can see how the energy ex is experienced by somebody or a group I'm, I'm channeling for and what others, you know, what others might do. Okay. And I would love for us to get into a, a channeling session before the, we maybe pursue that. I'd love to know a little bit about the books that you have written. A couple of them have uh, Blueprint for Life and Blueprint for Healing in them. And then, of course, uh, obviously the term love in the, uh, the second book. So share just a little bit more about the expression of perhaps the the channeling and, and you and your work and how they come through in those books for others. Blueprint for Life is we've taken years and years of channeling the, the guiding one and put together a book of that. Of then it's the specific direct channeling information. I haven't changed any of it other than putting it into sentences and put it into topics. So that comes directly from the guiding one. And it's a blueprint for, for life, words of the guiding one. And it's, the, like I say, it's the direct channelings, untouched channelings from, from his uh, from channeling over the years. Blueprint for Healing, the Path to Conscious Living, is a book about my experience in working with people and supporting them in healing and what it takes and some of the exercises and things to do. And it gives, I think, a pretty complete understanding of the healing process, both physically and energetically. So that book is from, is from my experience in my practice. A Love in the Human Spirit is poetry that came to me in, in dream state, wake up and next thing I knew I was writing this poetry. So that's a number of poems that, that I put together. Wonderful. Well, all three of them have very specific focuses, which is wonderful. And so we'll be sure to include those in our show notes. But before we kind of move on into doing a channeling session, Shelley, is there anything that you'd like to add since you have experienced this for so many years with Tom? I must say that the channeling has given me a foundation for the work that I do for women in particular, and also the relationships work that Tom and I teach together, as well as my healing work because I do deep inner child work with it's given me a profound insight into supporting people and moving their energy to really heal their lives at the cellular level because it really has to be cleared fully in the body. 
physically, mentally, emotionally, and ultimately spiritually. It has to be the whole human being. And so having healed to that point myself, and also watching Tom over the years, in a fairly early period of time after he started the healing and the channeling, he also healed his life. I would always look at him as my role model and say, well, I know you have an experience of life that I really don't have yet. And I said, so I'd have to roll up my sleeves and do some more work. And it took me a number of years later until one day I turned to him and I said, I have the experience that you've been having for all of these years. It's, there's a clarity. And what happens with the quality of the channeling and also his healing work, it's so profound because really he gave himself over to the channeling so that the channeling, as a result of being wide open and allowing the channeling to move through because it's such pure energy, he actually healed his life. Wow. And it impacted the quality of the channeling. It also impacted the depth of the healing work. And it was always incredible. But it became even more incredible as he went through his own changes. So I'm always honored to be part of this experience with Tom in supporting others in their healing and becoming real clear so that they can manifest a life that they really would love to have. And really for, for me, especially in these times, but in all times, it's very important for us to be able to go within and, and be able to use that innate power that we have effectively in our three-dimensional world, which is really what all of the things that we do are about. But the channeling gives the foundation in the understanding and the energetic experience of what we're going through as human beings. Wow, that's well said. I can just uh, imagine the experiences that you, you have each and every day together with the work that you're doing. And I think it would just be so appropriate at this juncture to go ahead and do a channeling session. Tom, would you like to just share how you normally approach? Yeah, sure. And the process? The energy of Katumi, which I'll, I'll channel now, and the guiding one both have a specific vibration or feeling that I have when I'm going in to the channeling, going into trance. So I actually set uh, my body to that vibration, to that energy. I actually have my body feel that energy, and it is a real feeling for me. The energy of Katumi is a more subtle vibration energy. Feeling of the guiding one is a deeper, stronger energy. So literally, like tuning the dial, I'll set my body to whichever one I'm channeling. I'm an at choice channel. It doesn't pop up, you know, at dinner time. <laughs> hey, it enables us to plan a little bit here. So, and then I'll take some deep breaths and set my body to the vibration. And then my experience is going to black, going out. And uh, whatever happens in between, I don't know. And then short time later, I come back, kind of jump into my body. And the other thing, Carol, to know with the Katumi energy is that it comes through as the personality of the Shah Jahan. Okay. So that everyone needs to be aware of that. The vibration of all three men, the energy of all three men is there. Right. But it isn't guys in the sky. <laughs> it's really the essence of that 
energy. Guys in the sky. <laughs> I like that. Guys in the sky. Right. Guys in the guys sky. In the sky. No, I think that's a, a great way of putting it. Okay. So I'm going to drop in and um, I will talk to you on the other side. Okay. Well, now, good day to you, my dears. Hello, Katuni. And how are you on such a fine day that this is? Well, we're doing fine. Very good, very good. And so, let us speak for a bit about what to do next, you see. Because so much turmoil is about you in this time, how do you go about it? How do you get, if you will, through it? How do you become the master of life when it looks like things are stacking against you, you see? And so this is very prominent right now, but we will tell you that this has always been for the human being, you see? Has always been this in nature. So it is nothing new that is going on. It is just making the physicalness of life, the logistics of life more difficult. And so, how does one move through this? Well, very simply, what you must do is not stop creating, you see. What are you creating? And more importantly, from what place or vibration of the self experience of the self are you creating it from you see because some people may think well creating i'll just go out and do some things no although there's nothing wrong with doing things the question must be answered what is the energy what is the vibration of that which it is you are creating in the doing you see what purpose does it have? How is it going to bring you into the energy of the world, you see? Consciously, the truth is, your energy is in the world and the universe all the time anyway. But you may have forgotten to notice it. You may have forgotten to use the experience that it is that you are in universal energy in unconditional love see it's easy to get caught up into the day-to-day -day nonsense and all the noise that is about you well it's necessary to pay attention to this because you have to know what is safe and what is not and that is fine but that is not the ultimate outcome you see that is just noticing what is so, what is true, you see? And even this sometimes can be a bit confusing because many people will tell you different truths. And so, what is it you are observing? How is it your life is going forward, you see? What are the things that you need to do for you and your family and your loved ones and so on, you see? Now, in all of this, there must remain the energy of creating. 
the vibration of the self in the world. And that is how you remain safe. Because when you are experiencing and expressing the self in the world, then nothing can harm you. You see? And so, when you are in the world, you have the shield of the experience of universal energy, of God, if you will, of the energy of the universe and everything about it that is within you, you see. Now, that does not mean you can walk into a place of sick people and expect to stay well. No, what that means is you stay away from the place of sick people, you see. And the knowledge that if there's some way you can help them, then you do. If not, you give it over to people whose job it is to help them, you see, and support them in the energy and support them with love and go about who you are creating in the universe, in the world, your life, you see. And so in this way, you become whole and you become one with the vibration of self. There's nothing more powerful than you bringing self into the world, you see. Nothing more magnificent than expressing the self in the world and to others. Nothing more helpful to others than the expression of who you are in their lives and in your life, you see. Nothing is more magnificent than this. Now, the question is, what will you do? And from what vibrational place will you do it? What are you creating, you see? And you say, can say to yourself, well, things are a bit uh, strange right now, but what am I creating with this? And you look outside of yourself and things are not quite balanced as they used to be. And you say, well, what am I creating with this? Someone uh, is having difficulty uh, in some way. Say, what am I creating with this? You see? Because when you're looking at creating, you are not looking at what is happening. You are looking at what it is you wish to change the energy too, you see? And even if you don't know, do it anyway. So what do you create with, I don't know. Well then be passionate about finding out, you see? And so in this way, the world, even in its worst turmoil, now can make sense and support you, actually support you in being and doing and having and creating and finding out what it is you are about in the world and then being that in the world of others. And so my dear, please questions at this time. Well, I think the first question would be, what's the main lesson in this situation right now yes very good the main lesson if you will to be learned is 
who are you and how are you keeping your head above the fray? You see, because your passion, your love, even your personality, your ideas, your notions, the things you have learned, and more importantly, the vibration and experience of self is what will keep you and your loved ones going as you express it to them, you see. So the lesson is do not stop. See, do not let the government stop you. Do not let your friends stop you. Do not let your mind stop you. Keep going and creating. Because when this particular thing is over, then it will be the next thing that you'll be also going through. Fearlessly, without question, and with the full knowledge and experience of the vibration of self. The lesson is, don't stop, keep creating. And what does this mean for us at this time in terms of how we work, how we live, and how we connect with one another? Well, the good thing is that because of the nature of this, when people are separated, they actually have to work harder to connect. You see? There must be more experience of vibrational self when you are uh, thinking about someone or connecting in a different way other than in physical mass, you see. So the positive thing is now you can more easily and with more experience work on connecting with each other. And then when you can get back together, you will remember that experience and that connection will be more profound, you see. And now one last question, please. How do we use this time right now? Because eventually we're going to get on the other side of it. But how do we use the time, the time right now to make the most of it for ourselves and humanity? Well, again, what you can do is look at the vibrational self and make sure that you are clear first with the self of who you are and your passion. And second of all, give that to another, you see? Give them that love, express it in the ways that you do, you see? Because like you say, when you are the other side, what will happen is a more profound experience of choosing to be with another. More profound because you have done the work, you see, necessary to be the vibration of self and are looking for different ways to express it because you cannot be as physically around other people as you were until it is over, you see. So carry that more profound experience into your life, into the world, and be aware of the profound connection that human has with each other, you have with each other, and most importantly, you have with yourself. Thank you. Yes, very good. Oh, thank you, Katumi. Moso. And so, my dears, until the next of our coming. Peace to you in this time.
I'm back. You're back. That was wonderful. Good. How, how are you feeling, Tom? Feeling good? You know, I'm very relaxed when I come out of a uh, out of a channeling. Uh, I'm calmed down and just feel very in, very in tune. Sometimes, if the channeling goes longer, I may be a little little disconnected for a short time, kind of a little fuzzy. But it's very energizing and very relaxing for me. Yeah, I don't, a lot of, not a lot, but some people who, especially healers, I think, as well as some people who I've talked to who are channels in their own way, tell me that, you know, it takes a lot out of them and they're taking on other people's energy and that kind of thing. For me, that doesn't happen with the channeling or the healing. When I hear somebody says, well, it takes a lot, it's taking a lot out of me then there's things that they need to clear for themselves and they're blocking that that flow of energy that flow of vibration that doesn't happen to me it did perhaps in the beginning a little bit but not really that much quite frankly it's really enjoyable for me well i i personally learned a lot from this particular channeling session simply from the standpoint of we need to understand who we are and tap into our own creative energy and vib vibrational energy and flow with that rather than allowing things to stop us in our tracks. For me, one of the really deep themes of uh, Katumi is self-reliance and responsibility. And one of the things he talks about is experiencing those things and then bringing them into the world. So it's a pretty it's a pretty common thing, and my my guess is that I, some of the stuff he talked about you probably had on your mind anyway. Because what'll happen in a, in an individual individual channeling or group channeling, Tumi will address the energy that's in the room, or whatever that may be. Because even a group has a specific energy or a specific vibration that the group brings, and he'll very often address that as you will in a, in a one on one session. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful and just a real treat to have you here to uh, to share the work that you both do and the work that uh, you've been doing for years, Tom, with channeling these these great energies in the universe and and how it all really comes together. And I know that the work that you're doing has tremendous benefit for for many people. You know, even with the situation that we're all in right now, globally, uh, we will get through this. No question. And when we get on the other side of it, life will, will not be the same, but it will be perhaps a new normal or new ways of being, new ways of doing, new ways of connecting and creating in hopefully more constructive ways. You have to see the, the positives that arise out of extreme adversity. Yeah, there always is. Uh, us human beings, the reason we are as successful animals as we are is we have this profound ability to recognize patterns and then pass that information on to our kids and other people. And that's what is going on here, I think, is we're noticing a new pattern of things and how do we deal with it? And once we get through it, it'll be, oh, this is how you deal with it. So now we know. So as these things come up again, and they always do, we will have that knowledge and the experience of moving through it. And I have two parting questions. One, 
What advice do you have for others to rise to their loving, heart-centered, higher self? Because you are the voice of unconditional love. So share some advice there. Rather than sharing advice, I just want to share kind of my experience more than anything. I have focused my life on supporting other, other people in their healing. And that comes from a passion of love that I have and an experience of family that I have. And I don't mean, you know, brother-sister stuff. I mean universal family. I have a profound experience of that, and that's what I focus on, and that's where my passion is. From my experience, if there's a recommendation that I have, would be to discover really deeply the profound sense of who you are in the world and how to bring that uh, to your fellow man. I think that is excellent advice. I think if more of us did that, really taking a good hard look, and the way to do that is to go within. Yeah, life is inward out. Exactly. Those are some great words of advice. The second question and last one is, where can people learn more about you? Well, I don't have a website, but what they can do is they can get to me. My email address is tomnegolo at gmail.com. That's T-O-M. N-E-G-E-L-O-W at gmail.com. They can call 678-828-9145. They can get Shelly at Shelly Negolo, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, N-E-G-E-L-O-W at gmail.com. And one of the reasons I don't have a website is that I prefer to talk to people. No, I know that's kind of odd nowadays. Yes, it is. But this way, this way, if they take the time, tells me that they're sincere. But more importantly, I have I get a feeling for each other that I don't think you can get doing electronic stuff. Quite frankly, not that I'm adverse to it, uh, and I'd be happy to you know if they want to email, I'd be happy to email them back or call them back or whatever it takes to support people in in really getting to the essence of who they are. Exactly, and I think we all could learn from, from you particularly in this day and age, uh, it probably makes sense for all of us to take some time to go on a digital diet and a, a media diet and, you know, just stay away from it for a while and have a, a better sense of uh, less distraction and more introspection and understanding of, of who we are and guiding and directing our creative energies. This has just been an awesome opportunity to have you both here today and Katumi as well. And I look forward to more of this as we move, you know, move into the future. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you very much for having us and really appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. We hope today's show helped to bring a bit more joy and happiness into your heart. We hope it inspired you to unleash your inner power and rise up to your best and loving heart-centered highest self. We'd be grateful if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews are important to spreading this valuable message. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and share the show with others. Visit heartsriseup.com for heart-centered courses, guided meditations, and our popular notes from your higher self. Until next time, keep rising up and may all that you love thrive.